and another episode of 10 Minute Cinema. We're here, baby. We are. Yeah. Get more excited than that. We need you to have, be at a certain level here. Oh, okay. Which level you want me at? I want you at excited. Okay. Hey, how you doing, man? Oh, okay. can't maybe, believe it. Maybe take it down a little bit. Oh, okay. Hey, dude. There we go. All That's right. More like it. We are here. We are. Yeah. So, uh, how you been, buddy? I'm well. Yourself? Good. Good. Yeah. yeah. Had a had a little week of vacation there. That's why we took a little break. But it sorry about nice. that. It was nice, though. We yeah, we were actually both on vacation the same week. It was kind of weird. Yeah, I, I kind of wish that you didn't have to actually go on vacation. We could maybe been a little bit productive well yeah but instead i got to recharge so that, that helps is nice. too yeah i recharged at my staycation oh, okay played a lot of diablo it was awesome so that's the movie you watched with the diablo cutscenes. pretty much yeah <laughs> i did start the mule did you ever see that one no Clint the eastwood, eastwood. Mm-hmm. yeah we started that me and my mom did actually i did not finish it though she was ready to go after like an hour or so okay i just didn't go back to it it was okay, but it's not really something that I enjoy as much as like someone that's like a big fan of Clint Eastwood or something would. It had very like Grand Termino drive, or is that yeah? Mm-hmm. It had the same kind of vibe, like he's just like old and having dealing with these young punks kind of thing. It was okay, from what I saw. Yeah. What about you, buddy? So I actually saw a film called The Flash. Oh. I enjoyed it. Like it's Did getting, you? It, the box office has been terrible, Whoa. and it's getting really bad reviews. But That's just DC movies in general. It seems like it, but I mean, this opened like less than Black Adam did, even, and that movie looked like shit. Like I didn't want to see that, but this I didn't want to see it either. It looked good. I'm big Michael Keaton Batman fan, and like that's oh, my childhood. Course. You know, you're right yeah. there with me. So yeah, I, was I like, mean, he was the yeah. Batman for us for right. a very long time. Yeah, for sure. Even and, when we had Val Kilmer and George Clooney. Michael Keaton was still our Batman. Absolutely, yeah. And so, yeah, that was the main reason I went, just to see his scenes. And he's in it more than I expected, too. So that's kind Is of he? Nice. Mm-hmm. So and, tell me, yeah, how amazing was it to see him back on the screen in that role? It was pretty awesome. Was like, that the best part? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I almost visibly, like, audibly cheered. <laughs> I mean, I would. Yeah. That's an incredible moment. That's the only reason I really was super like, well, hyped about like the film. seeing him in the suit again. Yeah, I'll say that much. Yeah, when you first see him again, I, I didn't really spark anything. Okay, so, yeah. fair enough. But but once he suited up, I was like, okay, that's my Batman. Yeah, he's back. He's back. Good film. I thought so. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's like great or anything. Like you don't have to rush out and see it, anybody. But I think pretty much, I would recommend to anybody. I think it'd be a, a fun time. I mean, it'll be on Max eventually. So yeah, probably sooner than later with the receipts with going the way they there. are. Yeah. And I realize they're just trying to rush it out the door so they can get to the gun universe, you know. But yeah, I think and this that does might a good be, job of setting the table for that. So right, I think that might be why the box office was so bad too. Yeah, it was a film that just didn't matter anymore. Like we all knew we weren't going to see these characters anymore after this, right. and the whole lead up to it just kind of took away from the film. I feel like. All right. Well, are you ready to talk about the film we watched today? I really am. Uh, yes, we watched Scarface and. Uh, Let's go ahead and start this review. All right. So my first scene was actually just the first job they had to do. The hotel scene where they have to go and buy the cocaine. And it ends up in a bloodbath with the chainsaw. And Oh, okay. All yeah. Right. All right. About 20 minutes in or so. 
That's not their first job. Their first job was well, to assassinate the guy in the Cuban camp. That's why I got confused when you said uh, yeah, first I job. Yeah, I don't know how to say it right, but okay. yes, the the cocaine, the first cocaine job. Let's say that. All right. Here it's just you know this is really where they introduce that this is going to be just a balls to wall action, you know, movie when it comes down to the scenes. Super crazy. I loved the Manny got shot here, but it just went right through him. He got lucky there, and then this Tony. Not backing down at all. I mean, this guy's gonna murder him with chainsaw and he says, Fuck you. That's that's why he's Scarface right there. It's almost a horror movie at that point, too. Right. Yeah. For my first scene, I had uh, his interview at the very beginning with the police. That was just coming in through customs. Like, that really sets the stage. Like, you know who you're dealing with at that point because he's not backing down at all to those cops, No. no matter how much they try to intimidate him. Right. And like, trying to tell his story but you can also kind of tell that he's lying like it's it's a really good acting performance because you know he he lets you in on the secret that you're with him you know you're on his side already even though you can tell he's not a good person yeah you can tell immediately that this is a shady character yeah but he's gonna be your protagonist so it's like all right yep. <laughs> here we go let's strap in i love that you said he had such great acting here too because it's apparent in the whole film i mean this is one of his masterpieces, in my yeah. opinion. It's a little jarring at first, seeing a, an Italian-American play a Cuban, but it, it you slide off it pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, that's what they did back then. Yeah. You always cast it outside the race. My second scene is when Tony almost... It's quite a bit into the movie. It's okay. when he almost gets killed by the hitman at the, at the club. club. Okay. Uh, and then he... It's not actually that scene, but it's when he actually meets up with Frank and Mel. You know, we get to see the phone call at 3 o'clock and then... By Feral Free, they're dead. Yeah. Such an incredible scene here. I just love how he, he walks in with the gun and like they just, they both know. Like mm. they're going to do what they can, but they both know that they fucked up. Yeah. This is a power conquest and yeah. everyone knows it. At this point, there's nothing they can do. It's just listen to what he has to say and then it's gone. Just such a fucking badass in this scene too. Mm. He's like, what's that gun for? And he goes, I, I just, I'm paranoid. I like my gun. Just so creepy. Next scene for me is... Actually, the first meeting with Sosa down in Bolivia. That's a great scene. So, I actually had that at first, but I took off for another scene. Okay. Yeah, just uh, him, like, overruling Omar and, like, taking over. Like, at this point, in his mind already, he's, Frank's nothing. He's he's the boss now. And you can tell that he's ready to as just... As soon as he gets his mouth open, you know uh-huh. he's just... He's making moves. Yeah. And even to the point, like, I questioned in my own mind, like, is Omar really a rat? Did he rat out to the cops? Or is it just, like, nobody really cares? Like, okay. <laughs> right yeah he he doesn't argue it at all like <laughs> sosa can tell that he has someone that's willing to work with him so yeah. he's gonna he's gonna take care of anyone else and let him do his thing yeah for sure i love the helicopter scene too in that where he's holding him over and then they just watch him and he's pu- pushed off and it's just brutal yeah very cinematic too though yes this whole movie was just beautifully shot such a good movie i mean they shot this some really good uh takes here too just as you watch the film but yeah, I just love the shots that they take there. My next scene is the car scene where they put the bomb on the car and Tony's driving. This is so intense. I mean, I said I watched this movie like maybe 20, 15 years ago maybe, and I did not remember this at all. I mean, you saw my genuine shock when the kids and wife get in the car. I'm like, oh no. It's so like nerve-wracking. Yeah. Like You don't want that wife and kids to just get blown up right. watching those kids play some kind of game in the back and you know tony wouldn't want to but you're like how far is he willing to go he might do this like you don't know right yeah and also this is the beginning of end for him too 
yeah. making oh, the yeah, decision not seals to. his fate. Yeah, right. So it's just a really cool scene here. Next one was a little bit before that when he's sitting in the hot tub in his living room. The way that he handles his dealings with Manny at that point, you can really tell that they're not really partners anymore, if they ever even were. Like, Manny considered himself one, but I don't think Tony ever considered Manny a partner. Yeah. He he was just a close friend, basically. He was his, you know, best friend that did whatever his bidding was. Right, a little confidant kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then this is where you really get the the tension between him and uh, Evie. Yeah, Elvie. Yeah, Elvie. Elvira. Yeah, definitely. That relationship was doomed to fail the moment that they met, honestly. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. There, there doesn't really seem to be much romance there. It's just kind of like, well, I'm kind of fucked if I stay with Frank at this point because, you know, he got killed. So, yeah, I guess I'll go where the money is and where the coke is. That's when you really first get like, that's right after the montage, too. So you get like the, the pure like extravaganza of how crazy his life has just gotten and I love that montage too. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a good moves the story perfectly. And the shock when we found out that that song was actually made for this movie. Yeah, the actual title is Scarface. Yeah. Parenthesis, take it to the limit. <laughs> I never knew that before. All right, next up. It's the Romeo Juliet scene almost. Manny opens that door and it just right away you just it hits you. Your heart drops. You're like not Manny. He's the mm-hmm. only good one out. You know he's still a bad guy, but he's the conscience of the group. Yeah. And just, you knew he was going to do it. Oh, yeah. We, first, we both saw it coming. We yeah. called it, but... In the like, first, like, 30 minutes, whenever we first met her sister, his sister, you knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But, the, you you nailed it perfectly. They were star-crossed lovers. Like, it was, it yeah. was doomed from the start. Breaks your heart as soon as he takes that first glance out. You know it's getting badly. My next one is the actual dissolution of the marriage at the diner club. Where he gives his bad guy speech. And it's such a good scene. Oh my god, yeah. Like, that was incredible. Some really good acting. Could you imagine being in that restaurant? Oh my god, this would be so <laughs> just embarrassing. And, like, <laughs> and they're all just staring at him too, and then yeah. he calls them out. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're good? You just know how to lie better than me. You hide it better. But, oh man, you need me out there. So good. It's got to be that final scene. Yeah. I mean, the final five <laughs> minutes, really. Just, yeah. It's awesome. You can see it kind of happening. It's a little weird at first when his sister confronts him. And yeah, like we all kind of thought maybe that was like a cocaine dream or some weird fantasy. Yeah, just didn't seem right. She was smiling, yeah. but I mean, I guess if she's probably saw, coked up too. Yeah, and she saw her, you know, her Husband. love get gunned down thirty yeah. minutes ago or an hour ago, or whatever it yeah. was. I was worried that he was gonna have to take her out, and then that would even kill him even more. But. Yeah. Even as it is, like, yeah, there's there was no way that was ending anything but just total destruction. Right. And the security team, we talked about this while it <laughs> happened. This is the worst security I've ever seen in any movie. These guys, it doesn't even look like they have guns. Yeah. And then they're just walking and someone runs towards them and they just stand there. Right. But it's, like, it's the not same... like they were like stealth ninja like a taken out. Like it was, <laughs> they were running right at them at one point. Right. And at the same token, these, this has to be the worst army I've ever seen, whatever you want to call them, militia, whatever, yeah. take over a mansion. Like, they just stand there while he's gunning them down. There's literally a shot where they stand there for five seconds, and then they start running up the stairs. Well, yeah, that's the thing, too. If they don't stand there, they're running at him. So it's like, okay, <laughs> ducks in a barrel at that point. Right, just go behind the wall and shoot. <laughs> I mean, this is just incredible. And then his final standoff, just a badass day is, he's like, you know what? I'm going to go down swinging. Mm-hmm. Just takes his little friend, the iconic line, and blows him away. And this is awesome. Yeah. Even at the very, very end, just the, the willpower to just stand there and take 
15, 20 bullets and just yeah, stand he's there. Yeah, he's like, I'm still standing. Yeah. Keep coming. I'm still standing. That's yeah. just And then so just have to take him out by shooting him in the back. Like, fucking coward. You hate him, too. You I wish do. that someone, you could have seen, like, the aftermath, like an epilogue where yeah. he gets taken out, too. I, I want that scene. <laughs> Actually, crazily enough, I didn't put this in my trivia, but I'll go ahead and add it. Okay. The... Scarface World is yours video game. Remember mm-hmm. when that came out? Mm-hmm. They do an alternate ending to the film where he survives the attack and goes and takes out Sosha. That's the final mission of the game. Oh, wow. Okay. A little spoiler alert there for yeah. anyone that hasn't played that. But... Check a watch for uh, YouTube or something. Yeah, there you go. Did you have a final scene or was that it? That too? was it also. Okay. Yeah, and we're at our 10 minutes. So. Cool. Sounds good. Well, I had seen this before, so. Review time. It's time for you to give your review. All right. Dude. What a fucking enjoyable ride. Like I mentioned already briefly, but like the cinematography and this is just outstanding. Three different times I counted like one shot, like continuous, like tracking shots that went for like at least 30 seconds to almost a minute in one of them. And they're like varying heights and zooms and everything else. Like it's really, really neat. Uh, The set design is just impeccable. Like you believe this is the height of wealth and, you know, in the the 1980s in Miami. Which was a crazy time, you know. Mm-hmm. That's where Vice City was set for Grand Theft Auto. So right, yeah, it drew a lot Vice from City's this. Vice City is basically <laughs> this a movie. Montage, or uh, homage, yeah, yeah, homage yeah. of Scarface. Yeah, I'm I'm talking it up pretty high. I had a really enjoyable time. It did not feel like three hours went by at all. They did a really, really good did. job with their pacing and editing and everything on it. I would say the first hour runs a little slow. Mm, yeah, yeah. If if anything, that but would I mean, be, it's not but, a bad slow. It's it's build. Yeah, yeah. You got to get into that world and learn the characters and Absolutely. stuff. Yeah. It's world building the entire time. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I was slightly taken aback because I thought this was going to be like, if I follow him from his teenage years up to like the later end of his life, but this is only like a two-year window, maybe three. Yeah, somewhere if that. around there. So that was really cool. I didn't really expect that. But it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I'm coming just short of the five-star, though. I think I'm going to give it four and a half. Uh, it might jump up there on a rewatch. I'm just hesitant to do it, you know, so quickly with just having seen it, I think. I understand that. But I I really don't have anything to, to nitpick on it at the moment, actually. So it, it's, it's very easy that on a rewatch, this could be a five for me. So very I like glad it. I watched it. Thank you, audience. <laughs> Thank you, indeed. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to echo everything you said. This is just great cinematography. The action's great. It's got great pacing good world building the entire time and i mean it's on the top 100 list for a reason it's one of the best films i've seen i'm gonna go ahead and give it five stars nice yeah definitely better the second time i watched it okay so when you said that i kind of smiled in my head a little bit like yeah he's gonna give it five stars next time (laughs) give it a couple of years rewatch it you'll (laughs) love it great movie i was so excited when this was Mm -hmm. uh one of the films i was picked so yeah very happy about that and uh you're a big score and soundtrack guy too and this was this Top was awesome. For that this too. was yeah. great. 80s hits all throughout. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't beat it. Oh, yeah. It's a good time all the way around. The disco music in the club and everything. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Disco wasn't dead yet. Not yet. All right. Well, I got a little bit of trivia that we can enjoy as well. That's good. During the scene where Tony and Elvira are seen in the Cadillac at the car dealership, Al Pacino serpentitiously slips on the hat that Michelle Pfeiffer was wearing while she was looking away. Which was not scripted. When she turns back and sees him wearing it, her amused reaction was genuine. And to her credit, she stayed in character and ad the line. Brian De Palma 
decided to keep the unscripted exchange in the movie to show Elvira's gradual warming up to Montana. When the director, Brian D. Palma, submitted the film to the MPAA, they gave it the X rating. He made some cuts and resubmitted it a second time. Once again, X rating. One of the reasons being that Octavio the Clown was shot too many times. He yet again made further cuts and submitted it a third time, yet given, once again, an X. De Palma refused to cut the film any further to qualify for an R. He and producer Martin Bergman arranged a hearing with the MPAA. They brought in a panel of experts, including real narcotic officers, who stated that not only was the film an accurate portrayal of real life in the drug underworld, but ultimately it was an anti-drug film and should be widely seen. This convinced the arbiters that the third submitted cut of the film deserved an R rating by the vote of 18 to 2. However, De Palma surmised that if the third cut of the film was judged an R, then the very first cut should have been an R as well, to which the MPAA disagreed. However, since he believed the studio sex won't know the differences between the different cuts that have been submitted, he released the first cut of the film to cinemas anyway, confessing to the fact only after its home video released several months later. Holy cow. He's the real Scarface. What a badass, dude. That is so badass. He just was like, fuck it, I'm going to do what I want. And he did it. <laughs> in the scene where Tony is in the bathtub watching TV, he says to Manny, look at them pelicans fly. And it's flamingos. It was, but actually this line was what Al Pacino practiced with a language coach to get the Cuban accent right. Oh. So they drew it in the film. Isn't <laughs> that cool? Yeah. But it was flamingos too, which was really funny, I noticed as well. According to the Family Media Guide, which monitors profanity, sexual content, and violence in movies, Scarface features 227 uses of the F-word, which works out to about 1.21 F-bombs per minute. At the time of the film's release, this was the most of any movie in history. And finally, the only Cuban in the main cast was Manny. Most of the actors were Italian-American. A couple of Puerto Ricans in there as well. <laughs> Going back to that, that was like the one of my favorite parts of that one scene you pulled out with the where Frank gets executed. He's like, Ernie, hey, you want a job? <laughs> you got a job, man. <laughs> you got a job, man. I love that. That's so good. Yeah. I wanted to call that out. We both laughed at that. There's a couple of good lines in here. I mean, yeah. I, I like the one that's in the Lonely Island song. This whole town's a pussy. This one can get fucked. Conic line there. All right. Well, uh, did you have anything else you wanted to add to the episode? Yeah, what we're watching next. That's a good call, my friend. Yeah, can we add that in? Do you mind? I guess uh, I guess I can add in. Okay, good, because uh, it's your pick. It is my pick. and What do we got? You know, we played this box office movie together a lot, and you told me that you had never seen The Recruit. I've never heard of it. I call bullshit. I remember watching this with you in your apartment. I remember watching it on your big screen back when you had a big screen, and we watched it together. So we're re-watching this okay. because he claims he has never seen or even heard of the film. But I guess we're kind of doing like an Al Pacino theme right now. I guess so. he's also in that film. So okay. The Recruit is our next film. 20th anniversary we saw. It, it will be, yeah. Or it is. I don't know when it came out. Might not be there yet, but close, if not. Uh, it would have to already be. Because I started in May of 2003, and it definitely wasn't there when I was working there. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, we're going to look that up after this, but I, I we'll see. Okay. I, I want to say it was an August film, to be truthful. Well, I'm going to say you're wrong. I'm probably wrong. Yeah. All right. Well, you can hit us up on Twitter. Varble here is at BigGuyACV. That is me. I'm at USAKid6977. All right. And you can reach us on the pod at 10 Sin. Allegedly. Now, do you have anything else to add to the podcast episode? 
Fuck you. And that's a wrap.